0: So welcome everybody to Research and US. I am here today with Moshe Weissman, and uh, he's an a uh, up and coming author, uh, part of our group, and uh, you've probably read some of his stuff uh, if you've been paying any attention at all. And so, uh, Moshe, uh, let me also congratulate you on fatherhood. Uh, we wanted to do this the other week, and and uh, you were busy having a child. So, yes.
1: well, first of all, thank you very much. Um, it's been uh, exhausting, uh, to say it, to say the least, but it's, it's been amazing. Um, but thank you very much. Um, I have I'm starting to, to put my, uh, some of my thoughts on, on paper recently and that's why I've actually named my blog, just my thoughts. Um, and I, I just want to preface by saying, um, actually I, I started my page, uh, about a year and change ago, but I only really started putting, uh, uh material out, uh, just a short while ago. And it happens to be after shortly after I, I joined uh, the Research in us uh, group. Um, and I remember I, I saw your post about medium. Um, I went quick. I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm starting to, to actually put like, put it out there. I go to medium, make an ac- I was I made an account, got a subscription. And I was trying to find different publications. I was like, you know what? I just want to do my own thing. I don't want to be bound to, especially my political views are, in, I'm in a position where I accept just about everybody. So yeah. I, I wanted to be able to just write freely and just do my thing. So I, I just went on. I spent a couple days, created my own uh, 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 blog, and um, I'm and now I'm starting to, to put it out there. And I guess we'll see where it goes.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fantastic approach. If you're if you're part of a uh, a large um, forum like medium, you're part of, uh, something like resurgent us or, or face other Facebook groups, you know, if you're, and then if you also have your own private blog that you have sole control over and, and ownership on, I, you know, I think that that's a really good combination of, of factors to, to play with because you get to cross pollinate a lot of, uh, readership from, from different sources and you get to sort of express yourself in different ways in each, you know, each approach that you do. I don't think you can go wrong as long as you're just trying stuff. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you just, you see, you see what, what fits for you and you, and you put it out into the page and, and, uh, and you've been doing that, man. So, so congratulations on your, on your uh, success with, with building those, those writing habits. You know, I think that's, um, that's where it all starts.
1: Well, thanks. Thanks. And, and it's actually, difficult. It was especially difficult for me as being, I have I've no formal education. Um, uh, my, literally, I, I, I grew up, I'm, I'm a religious Orthodox Jew, Um. and I grew up, and my main education was Jewish religious studies. Now, obviously, in elementary school, we got elementary education, which even that I didn't even uh, completely finish, but I did get an honorary elementary school degree, so I guess I do have some degrees, Um. but I, I never really got a formal education, in, in whether it was English, mathematics, and especially when you go into history, economics, and things like that. So um, for me, it's, there, there, I, something that I learned, there are two different types, mainly two different types of, of, of writing. And one is you're writing to put your ideas into the world for other people to, either to sway other people or as a, a way to engage with other people. Um, but then there's an entirely new type of writing, and that's something that, that, that I've learned recently, and that is just writing to get your own thoughts together, to to, mm. to sort of clear your head. To A lot of times we, we think about things and we think we fully understand it, and then when we start writing it and we're like, wait, 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 that, that, that doesn't mm. make sense, and, and, and that doesn't follow from the – that doesn't follow. and And then you <laughs> start again, and then by the time you're done, you realize that – your position really isn't the same as you thought it was. So, that's a new type of writing that I'm starting to, to to get used to, and I'm I'm actually enjoying because it's helping me clear my head. It's helping me get my thoughts together. So that, that that's amazing.
0: Yeah, you know, I I think that's that's one of the most thrilling experiences to to discover that you're wrong. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> if you if you uh, if you thought that things were a certain way. And then you realize, wait a minute, it could be like this. And I, all I have to do is try doing this or, or uh, looking at it this way. And, and you know, that that's when you start to get those huge breakthroughs. Like that, that's when, um, you know, for me, I thought I had to go back to school, for example. I thought I had to uh, get a master's degree or I had, you know, there's all these things that I had in my head of like, oh, this has to happen and this has to happen and this has to happen. And it's like, well, why don't I just you know, start doing stuff, you know, why right. don't I, why don't I start writing? Why don't I start putting out podcasts? Why don't I start, uh, uh, you know, build a company? Why don't, you know, just, yeah, just do stuff. Right. And, and, and see where it takes me. And I think that's actually going to be, I don't, I don't necessarily have, you know, millions of dollars of success to show for it yet or anything like that. You know, I'm just, I'm just starting out too, but it already feels right. You know, right. It, it feels like, um, it, it feels like you just have the freedom to explore what is interesting to you and see where it takes you. And and so, uh, you, you know, I I know that's the direction that I need to go in my life. And so that's why I that's why I made research in us. And I'm and I'm uh, absolutely thrilled to hear that it, it had an influence on you as as encouraging you to do something uh, like what you're doing right now.
1: A hundred percent, and it's especially. For me, it was I had this block where um, I I was always some like a sort of um, you call like a perfectionist, like where where Mm -hmm. I would only do something if it was perfect. Like I would only write something or put it out there if it was guaranteed to be true and correct. And nobody would ever show that it's not true, because how can I put a piece out there and then it's not true? Like what a loser and and it it makes no sense it it makes absolutely no sense and it's it's a mental block it's irrational um and and when it came to blogging until the blog was perfect every single page and the even the copyright is done right like the correct year and like it's dumb things and i slowly started going like just just go with it just put it out there learn on the fly and whatever happens happens we live once yeah you can't time, time's moving. Time doesn't stop to wait for us to get our, our shit together.
0: That is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and so, you know, I think that's the best attitude to have. And, and the way I look at it is as, as good or as bad as I am at whatever it is that I'm trying. Um, that's the worst I'm ever going to be at it because I'm only going to get better as a podcaster. I'm only going to get better as a writer. I'm only going to get better as a leader and a speaker and whatever it is that I do you know, I I may not be very happy with what the product is at the moment, but it's like, I I know as I keep practicing it, I'm going to improve. And so, um, you you know, that, that's really the, that's at the heart of, of what it is that I'm, that I'm trying to do. So, you know, it's, it's really exciting to meet other people that have that same, um, that same mindset and, and that are kind of like on that wavelength, you know? Um, so, so yeah, glad, glad to have you on. and, and, Uh, You know, really, this is this is your forum where you can you know you can let us know uh, whatever it is that's going through your mind and whatever you want to talk about and and we'll just explore it.
1: Thanks. Um, uh, I'm just adding a drop to to what you just said, and it's something that uh, it it goes back into into I know in in judaism it's 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 a big concept and i'm sure it's it's something that the that, that, that concept that it's been expounded upon and, and talked by by many others that it's not it, it's element elementary because it's just so foundational and true that it, it's not necessarily where you are but it's the direction that you're going yeah meaning we can have a a, a starting point and a destination And there can be person A that is a mere yard from the destination and another person that's right at the starting point. But if the person at the starting point is heading in the direction of the destination and the person who's a mere yard from the destination is heading in the direction of the starting point, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer that anybody would want to be the person at the starting point because eventually they'll get to the destination. And I think that's that that that's really key, and and not not always to judge by where we are, but just judging by the fact that we are heading towards where we want to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and and there's always the fact that you can turn around too, because uh, uh, oh, I- and, and that's and that's the beauty of discovering that you've that you've uh, looked at something the wrong way, or that that you're uh, um, limiting yourself artificially from from what you could be doing, you know, and, and yeah. so, uh, you know, overcoming those limitations, it, 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 that's, that's the ticket for anybody who is headed in the wrong direction. They can just turn themselves right around at any point. and and, it, and it's the, Absolutely. And, and it's, a, but, but yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I take your point though, that, uh, it, it's, it's better to be at least moving, moving yourself forward than it is to just be you know we're either growing or we're or we're dying. You know it's one of those kind of things where sink or swim. yeah, yeah, sink or swim. and 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 so if you're not improving and 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 growing, then you you notice yourself decaying. And so I think writing it, it for me, especially, I, I, that has been my way of processing and focusing and and figuring out whether or not I'm headed in the right direction because like you were like you were saying, if, you know, if you're writing things out and you realize, well, wait a minute, this doesn't actually make a lot of sense. The, I thought this was true, but as I examine it more deeply, there, you know, these certain things aren't adding up. And I and I've and I've done that through uh, many times in my life where I realized that I was uh, headed in the wrong direction or I was I was you know doing the wrong thing uh, for what I for what I wanted to achieve, and so it was it was not gonna get me where i wanted to go and so you do a course correction you change and 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 grow and and that's what it's all about so uh
1: absolutely
0: yeah uh now as as far as um you you mentioned that you had no uh uh formal education but it sounds like you know from reading what you've been talking about in the group and and uh you, you know the comments that you've been uh th- that you've been making it sounds like you have a lot of interests though what what are some of the things that that really fascinate
1: you Oh, absolutely. So um, it started about uh, I'd say about five years ago or so. Um, I'd say towards the end of uh, Obama's second term term in, in in office. That's when I first started getting my um, feet wet in politics, not as in, obviously not as in being a politician, but in engaging in in political discourse. Um, again, I I was Republican because. That's just what I was. I never really put serious thought to it. It made more sense to me. Obviously, there were values of the Republican Party that aligned with my values that I had growing up, um, and not not necessarily. I mean, some of them I I would consider good values. Some of them were values that were just values that I had, then not not that I put thought into. Um, but um, then I, I started reading more into it, and 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 the more I read into it, the more, the more interested I became. And, um, I start, I've become an an, an avid reader. I I read daily. I mean, I'm scarcely seen without it, without a book. I, 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 I've worked my way back to Rousseau and and then (laughs) coming back. And, and, um, so that there, on the question of, of, of Todd, there are two, three primary, uh, 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 Fields I would say, or, or, or topics that, that that I enjoy the most, and that would be um, well, won't be philosophy of religion slash uh, theology is is what I what I enjoy honestly the most. Um, the, I, I like it the most because I think it's it's really pu- mainly just rigorous thinking and and, and intellect without all the uh, in in politics. You, besides for the intellectual discourse, there's a lot of baggage that comes along with it, and and it really distorts a lot of uh, what, what would be a meaningful conversation. Um, and then when it comes to philosophy, it would be uh, political philosophy and and um, uh, and economics, uh, really philosophy of economics, but um, economics as well. So those are the areas that I um, tend to study the most. I I, I try and read books from uh, and and articles and. Works from from people on both sides to to balance it. I wouldn't say it's 50 50, but I do, do try to glean uh, uh, as much as I can from the perspective of those that I am, uh, uh, tend to disagree with as well to make sure I'm not just beating up on on strawmen. And um, and and that's really where I am now. Now now, now I, I after reading uh, I, I I've developed my thought. I could be wrong. I accept that I could be wrong in in any single one of my positions. Um, but again, they, they I do believe them to be true, because if I did not, I wouldn't hold them. So I, I do believe them to be accurate. Mm-hmm. And, and I argue based on, on what I've read and what I understand. Well, and,
0: and you know, I, I appreciate that about you. And I, and I can see that in the way that you communicate in the group, that you're coming from a place of good faith argument where, it, you know, it, it, I'm not really so concerned about what a person's particular beliefs are at a, per, at a at a particular um point in time i'm i'm more focused like like you were talking about in your example about what direction that they're going in and the the direction that i think we need to go in is trying to figure things out and trying to be um you know good faith partners with one another as far as the back and forth of well here's why i think this here's why i think that and you know, coming to not necessarily agreement. I don't I don't necessarily think that we should all agree because we have different interests and we have different values and we have, but we should at least come to common understandings of why other people feel the way they feel and think the way they think. And, and I think that level of understanding is the foundational level for being able to achieve respect. And I think if we can achieve uh, respect, I think we could probably restore more, more harmony and and uh, a level of unity in the nation that currently doesn't feel like it exists, and no. so that that's part of that's that's part of what I'm hoping to achieve, and that's part of why, you know, even though I have my own leanings and biases, um, you know, kind of like yourself, I I I want to welcome everybody from every, you know, every part of the spectrum, just you know, wherever you are, as long as you can play nice with others, you know that that. Right. That's that's all I care. You know, is is try to figure things out with us and and you know discuss what makes sense to you. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm familiar with some of the authors that probably are, uh, um, I, I would say, uh, influential on you and and uh, you know, so for example, Hayek or Thomas Sowell or you know some of those. I,
1: I'm 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 a Hayekian. I, yeah. I I I've read. I mean, I'm never gonna say even if I lived two lifetimes that I've read all Hayek's work because the amount of work he's produced is um, not only in his works and his his essays and his, his article is, is an enormous amount, but I, have read a fair amount of it. And and I'm, I'm, I'm a big, I think he's, I, 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 again, I just, when I read his work, I, I, I just feel like, Hey, this is really sound reasoning. And, and, and uh, so, yes, soul is also great Friedman. Um, and 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 the lights, hundred uh, percent. That they were yeah. definitely influential and on the way that that, that I think today. That's
0: mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Well, and and not just on the way you think. I think on the way society. Oh, absolutely. Their impact <laughs> has been tremendous. You know, the the, uh, uh, the 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 way that society is currently organized, I think, is probably uh, uh, so closely in tune with. With all of them, because they had a clear vision of what it was that they thought was important, and uh, they were able to articulate it in a, in a, in a profoundly uh, persuasive way. And uh, and there are elements of of their thesis that I think are are exactly right, but I think um, there's there's also an evolution of circumstances that. Uh, um, transforms what is the ideal situation. So for example, <coughs> when we had a more agrarian society, um, there might've been one way of uh, of organizing ourselves that made more sense. And then as we had, you know, technological advance, I think there's, uh, uh, you know, a new set of opportunities and there's a new set of problems. And then as as we advance further, uh, into this age, th- um, the thing that I'm concerned about is that labor costs are one of the the top line items for every organization, and that's the thing that they're trying to cut. And th- that is, I, I think there's a, there's a missing piece of the the economic puzzle, which is that uh, just maximizing shareholder value and you know, trying to, uh, uh, maximize productive output. My, my concern is that it, it misses the human element of it, where the, the thing that's getting squeezed, the, the, um, you you know, the, the cost driver that's being minimized is us as consumers in a sense, because we, as workers, we, we get our, we get our income from. Uh, trading labor, and that's the thing that is being automated away uh, more and more every day, and and we can see that especially in the you know in the pandemic, there's there's been uh, you know cashiers are are being replaced with uh, machines and and you know automated uh, everything, just about everything uh, is is beginning to become. Uh, more and more prevalent. And and I think it's a really good thing. I'm glad this is happening in one sense because I don't think that's the highest and best use of human time and labor and concentration is to be swiping items across a, a, a cache. You know, I think there's, I think humans are going to adapt and do better things once we're freed up to be able to do that. But I, I do think there's going to be some growing pains in doing that. And I am concerned that people are not, um, uh, going to have a very soft landing, and uh, in, in America in particular, I think I think some other countries are taking measures to to deal with that. But uh, anyway, that was I've, I've been talking for the longest time about this, but yeah. what I, I want to turn it back over to you and, and ask: How do you view that that changing dynamic, according you know, because of technology and? Um, and the pressure that it puts on, on workers because of that ever increasing productivity, you need less workers. So you can do the same job with five people that, you know, that you used to have to have 50. Uh, so, uh, how do you, how do you see the, um, uh, uh, how do we adapt to that? What are are your thoughts on that?
1: So, um, I, I, I personally I'm, I'm not particularly um, worried about, about that issue um we also have to understand that we, we have let's let's go back uh, and, and look at history because I, I think history is the greatest tool that we actually have to use um, and the, the 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 fear of automation um we, we've had for 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 a long time now when when um, when when the auto when when auto the automobiles came out and it took over those that were working with uh horses and and when um or if we're going to go to when the tractor came out or when uh or any, anything along the development there was always this scare that we're going to be replacing jobs well the, the the fact of the matter is that we haven't and and we've had uh recently up up until the pandemic the labor force participation rate and unemployment were were at historically great numbers despite the fact that we were obviously more technologically advanced and, and, and had more automation than at any point in our history. Um, the fact is what, what what has happened is there's been a shift from um, a, a, from uh, labor, from actual hard labor uh, towards a more service oriented, um, meaning Facebook employs, mm-hmm. I'm not sure the exact number of people but so many people, that is an industry that never existed. There was no such an industry, and that now that industry exists. Or if you look at um, actually Instagram it would be part of Facebook, but if you look at any of these type of industries, um, uh, these things were I'd say created out of thin air, uh, but mm-hmm. they more or less were, and mm-hmm. and the, that's what I think we're progressing towards, away from labor and more towards services. Um, and and I don't I, I don't see why we would say that there's a cap on it. Um, I, I'm not sure why uh, it, historically it hasn't been true. Um, there are so many things that I can think of, uh, which probably none of them would ever materialize. But just the fact that we we can think of uh, maybe space racing, I, whatever it is, um, but there there there's I don't see a reason to to, to think that there we would reach a point. Um, where we have eliminated scarcity. And, mm. and, and if we have, uh, if we do ever reach that point, then, then obviously I, I, I would be on board with reforming where we are. But I think by definition, we would if we eliminate scarcity. I think we've reached automatically a, a state of reformation because we've eliminated scarcity. So I, I'm just not particularly bothered. I, I, I believe it was, I, I listened to, uh, I think about a year ago, it was a, a discussion between I believe Sam Harris and Ezra Klein on on, on this very discussion um which I, th- I thought was a, a phenomenal discussion I think each side uh, with with data and 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 sound logic I believe but uh, their side forward and I, but I, I i I truly believe that it that that's not really an issue that we're gonna have to deal with especially for sure not in 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 our lifetime it's just not something that I believe will happen Hmm. I, I hope I, I you're right wrong, no that, I, yeah. I, I hope you're right. I like your optimism
0: and I and I think the more people who um, begin transforming themselves now, I, I think I think the real danger is is for people who get blindsided by thinking things will just keep going the way that they've been going because they won't they, they really won't so if if you're if you're a, a member of the old economy who, is, uh, uh, you know, akin to the or, or analogous to, uh, you know, someone who used to uh, make a hor- horse and horse carriages, you know, it's like, you, you've really got to get with the times because there things are transforming oh, rapidly. And, 100%. and so yeah, that that's the that's the worry that that I have, because uh, people are not people, people don't actually make their decisions based on what is economically rational. There, there's, there's certain, um, this is one of the limitations with e- economic theory. And, uh, it always, it always bothered me. I actually, I actually studied economics, uh, when I was, um, uh, an, an undergraduate and, uh, the thing that bothered me about it, I, I, um, I didn't really pursue it further. I thought about going for, for a doctorate in it because you can't really do much as an economics undergrad, Right. I should say you're not necessarily specialized for anything as an economics undergrad. And uh, it's not like nursing where, it, you know, if you're going to be a nurse, you know exactly what your job is. You're you're going to go yeah. do nursing. You know, it was one of those things where it's like, well, you either go forward and, and become a PhD and write books and work at a think tank or you, you know, who knows? Do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. So, so, um, but but it, but I found it so interesting. But at the same time, I the thing that that frustrated me about it is that we make all these assumptions that we know are not true. Like uh, like like humans do not try to maximize our income. That's not necessarily our main objective. That's one of our objectives. But that, that's one of our objectives. But we have other other considerations. So for example, if you're in a small town and the factory closes and uh you know the the jobs are drying up uh things are getting bad in that sort of situation the the economically rational thing to do would be to go to a different city where you have better job prospects and you, you know you would uh uh adapt to the environment, right? And and you would, because there's, there's a, there's a job opening over here, this one closed. So, you know, it, it it's, it's an obvious thing that you would do, but that's not necessarily what people do. And the reason why is because their entire social network is in that town. That's where they, that's, you know, they go three, de- three generations deep in that town. They, they, uh, uh, you know, that that's where all their friends are. That's where all their family is. And that's, that's where they feel like they belong. And that's what humans are really like. And so instead of adapting in the economically uh, efficient model, in, instead they just fall apart. And, you know, those little towns get get filled with depression and drug use and uh, uh, gangs and crime and just, you know, they just go to hell, you know, and, and we've got that happening all across, across the country. Um and and it's it's probably getting worse as, as things go on during the pandemic. So uh you know, I, I I am really concerned in the near term. I think in the long term you're right, in the sense that there is no cap. And I think that as we develop new um new possibilities and new frontiers, like for example, the the blog that you just created suppose that you become so successful that there's a hundred writers that come and work for you and they might've been making minimum wage before, but now as, as a writer for your blog, you know, 10 years from now or however long it takes for the thing to take off to that level. You know, if you've got lots of writers producing content, you've got advertisers that are paying you, you've got a whole business model that is, you know, sustaining itself and and prospering and growing, you know, that, that, that's how that's like the modern factory, you know, instead of producing widgets, we're producing, we're we're Not producing true. content, right? We're producing knowledge and there's, and there is, you're, you're right. There is no cap on it. Right. So like I said, in the, in the long run, I am similarly optimistic to how you are. It's just the bridge between where we are right now and, and where we want to be that, that I know human nature. I know enough about it that I don't, um, I, I don't trust it to be as frictionless as, as the textbooks assume the, the search costs of going out and taking a chance and of leaving your family behind and of, you know, we're, we're not successfully maximizing what we could be doing because that's not, those aren't the, those aren't, it's not just economics that we're trying to maximize. We have a, a whole host of, uh, uh, of, of interests and things that we care about as humans. And so the machines aren't aren't working for us the way we want them to necessarily. That that so anyway, th- these are the things I worry about. And uh, it, you know, I, I realize that not everybody necessarily has the same concerns. But
1: uh, uh, the, the, those, I think that those those are valid concerns. It's it, it and and it's not just a concern; it's reality. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody would. I mean, I don't think anybody should. I don't know if any I'm sure people do because. People do just about anything, but mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would deny that that reality exists. Um, the question is, what do we do about it? Right. Um, it meaning, it, are we going to say uh, this technological advance is going to cause this fall this fallout to these people? So therefore, we stop the technological advance. Right. Um, so that, that that's really the question. I think if we're going to look at at, at a consequentialist or a utilitarian view uh, the 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 question the answer is obviously no we, we don't because in the long run it's beneficial for everybody not to but even more so the question is on principle should we and 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 I think the answer would be no but 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 I, I think to, to to get to the heart of the question I, I I which I I think is the real ultimate question is about those at the bottom and those who cannot take care of themselves, do we just leave them in the dust and say, "Guess what? It's working for most people. In time, this system is going to produce more wealth than any other system. So, sorry, screw you. Um, this is how it works." And I, I would say, no, absolutely not. We we shouldn't do that. And 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 someone like Hayek and also would would. would not say there yeah. is something like a Milton yeah. Friedman, and that's why I, I actually agree with with Milton Friedman's uh, negative income tax, which is I know you're yeah. a proponent of UBI. Um, uh, it's not the same as as UBI, but it, it hits on a number of 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 those yeah. uh, issues, and I, I believe it solves it in the most uh, 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 in in the best way possible because you're ensuring a minimum level to everybody. Um but you're again you're not giving it to those that don't need it because it's a negative income tax it's only people that are not making up to a certain point and right. there's no it, it the problem with our welfare system today is it disincentivizes those to who are on welfare to yeah. enter the market the the the, 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 the to enter the market to participate in 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 the labor force because then they lose that benefit and they're afraid that once they lose, if they lose their job in a month or two, then it's hard to get back onto the benefit. And they're, they're just afraid to do that. Yeah. Um, but the negative income tax won't do that because it phases out, right? It, if if somebody has an, uh, uh, in, an income of zero, right? Let's say they get $2,000 a month or whatever it is. And then every dollar they make on top of it, the, that, that, that negative income tax would sort of phase out. So you're really eliminating that that disincentivization of of entering the 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 market now i i I think that would be far better than than and obviously less costly and where we'd be able to lower tax taxes based off it than what we have today
0: yeah yeah i i am am very much in favor of both ubi and uh uh the negative income tax i think i think those are both Good ways of solving the problem, certainly much better than the welfare or the unemployment approach that we're using right now. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you about the disincentives of uh, uh, and and the moral hazard of uh, cr- you know creating the just a dynamic where people are avoiding work so that they can continue to get that higher paying uh, unemployment check. And that is that is so deranged and dysfunctional uh on some level it's you know maybe maybe you could say that it's better in in the context of a pandemic for people not to go to work so I understand why the government huh. might, might might be wanting to to give people that option if they if they would rather stay home we don't want them losing their homes for the making that choice of you know uh, uh, limiting exposure to the to the disease especially if they have underlying issues or something like that you know you wouldn't want those kind of people that that have, respiratory issues and or, or or obesity or you know whatever risk factors they might have you don't want them exposing themselves uh, uh unnecessarily but at the same time it is it is um it, it, it's it's just a very complicated situation there's i, I think there's uh there's gonna <laughs> there's gonna be a, just a, a painful period for the next couple couple months and years as years we a, yeah. as we sort this out really because yeah there's a lot of a lot of small businesses that lost their footing uh, in in the recent months as well, and and I'm sure it's going to get worse even for those who are still left. Uh, right. But there are some businesses that are flourishing, which is you know that that's that's always encouraging, and and there are there are some bright spots, but um, you know. Anyway, I I probably should switch topics because I like to be more upbeat than <laughs> this is not the this is not the most upbeat. Yeah, but uh, I I just want to if, if but... you don't
1: if you don't mind, I just want to yeah, touch, yeah, touch one ahead. thing because you brought up the pandemic and and yeah, here's what I'm going to say something that will probably upset those on the right of the aisle. And I actually um, wrote an article about for, about the face mask. Um, yeah, and, and this is what uh, Richard Epstein he um um he he wrote the. First, of all, I think he's the probably the, the greatest uh, classical liberal thinker today. Um, he wrote the book, the Classical Liberal Constitution. Um, he wrote it after, um, on, Hayek wrote the um, uh, the Constitution of Liberty. Um, so he did it sort of as, as it wasn't necessarily a response, but he disagreed with some of, of 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 Hayek, and he wrote the Classical Liberal Constitution. He came to, and I think is a big problem, especially with libertarians and, and classical liberals today, is they have a hard time explaining because what, what those on the left and those that are opposing them say it follow your logic to to, to conclusion and you should be an anarchist. There should be no government. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times they have difficulty explaining what proper government is and and what, what are legitimate uh, uses of government. And I think when, like, when it comes to this pandemic, uh, or any pandemic, especially this pandemic there are there are people on the right that are fighting against the government could it the overreach of the government there, there are certain things that are just common sense mm-hmm. science this it's it's I know there are a couple articles that say not, but the science more or less there's consensus that mass help this has never been disputed no nobody's right. two years ago, nobody would be out there screaming mass don't help everybody mass help. <laughs> Okay. Mass help, and and for you you can't walk around. There's a ticking time bomb. Even even if that's a violation of other people's rights. Right. And and if if mass help that I mean, there is a lot of what I believe is overreach and 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 what sure. illegitimate for uses of government. And I just I don't I just don't see face masks as being a an illegitimate use of government. I think it should be more to the more on a localized. Level Mm is either perhaps even a state level, it shouldn't be a federal mandate, but I I just don't see it. And again, that's a I I don't understand the position of those on the right and why they just have to adamantly oppose anything the government does. I mean, I just we should be wary of government, but just because the government did something doesn't de facto mean that it is bad or wrong.
0: Yeah, uh, that that. Is something I find to be a very strange hill to die on. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, there, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I've worn a mask every single time I've ever gone out since the oh, pandemic started, but um, you know, es- especially now at this stage of it. Yeah. I'm, I I live in Florida, so I'm, I've always got a mask on, you know, but, oh, wow. uh, uh, but it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I get that people don't like wearing them. And, you know, if I go for a jog around my neighborhood or something like that, I'm not, I'm not going to come in contact with anybody, so I'm not going to be wearing it. But so, you know, I, I do get that there, it could be exploited by, uh, uh you know, the government and, and by the, the police, if they just wanted to hassle you for whatever reason, you know, without, without really having a good reason. But so, yeah, the, you know, you, you can come across some some odd cases here and there of of massive overreach, but by and large, yeah, this is a this is this is not an issue that it would be a good idea to politicize. It is it is I like agree. I said, a really strange hill to die on. I agreed. Yeah. Um,
1: so. How's it in Florida now? I, I I heard that they're starting to that's starting to hit the curve coming down. Is that is that yeah. true?
0: yeah i i've i've seen it starting to slow back down and and you know the people are taking it very very seriously i I, every time i go out everybody's got a mask so it's yeah it's 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 good and i and i live in a in a very um you know this is this is a very trump heavy kind of uh uh, zone that i that i exist in uh in, in my neighborhood and so uh it's still, you know, it's encouraging to see everybody still wearing masks anyway. You know, so
1: I I, I live in New York city. We got battered brutally. We were the first one we, and I, and the the Jewish community, um, we got hit the hardest and and actually the reason why uh, we got hit the hardest, which I, I truly believe and I don't think anybody disputes is we had, we, we have a holiday called Purim, um, and that was in, um, I believe, the beginning of, in February. I believe in the end of February. Uh, and what it is, is it's a holiday where we all go out and we are literally going from one house to the next house and dancing and like wow. you're giving gifts to some people. It is, if you want it to spread a disease, there is no better way than having this holiday, literally. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it happened at a point in time before... It was being taken. Nobody knew. Like, it was barely being spoken about. It was. Yeah. It was right at the beginning, and it a literally a couple of weeks after that. That's when we got we got ravaged. It was. It was in New York, for the most part, I, takes it seriously. We there are numbers. The numbers are practically at zero. There's zero infections, zero death. Yeah. We still wear masks because it's. We just got hit so hard. It's just people are just extra cautious.
0: Yeah, it's the kind of thing we'll never forget. I mean, our our generation like is 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 always going to remember this time to our dying day. You know, it, our lives it, have been
1: changed. permanently. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which which hopefully is you know many many years from now, many decades away. Uh, but yeah, we will yeah. for forever. This this is one of those generational touchstones that everyone will remember. And yeah. and one of the interesting things it, it's it's strange, but I think this is something that's actually going to unify humanity a bit because it's a shared experience that we've all had across the globe and we're all dealing with that same uh grief and fear and and you know just the uncertainty of it all and and having to uh basically face the reality that we all sink or swim together you know it's it's although individuality and and individualism is is an extremely important value and one of the one of the one of the crucial developments that we've we've achieved in our in our society um at the same time we also have a collective fate that we it, it, and, and we we remember this especially in in times of great peril uh you know the world world wars brought that out in <laughs> us uh 9-11 brought that out in us and um you know and now the pandemic it, it it's that reminder that uh you know our actions all affect one another and we have to coordinate those to some degree and so I, I think that I, I think you're right that that's an answer that classical liberals and and uh, and libertarians have a hard time being able to to process and, and they don't they don't have a good answer for it because they are so minimalist and um, it, it's Mine it's hard to know the where to draw it so I got to plug it in. Oh sure yeah go ahead.
1: Those,
0: uh, you know. All right. Yeah. Cool. That, that's actually a better view too. Yeah, I see. I, uh, it's it's better orienting it this way. So that's that's a good. Should
1: we start over?
0: No. This, this is uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this actually looks just like uh, it would from a camera uh, on a on a laptop. So it's it's yeah. This is good. Um, All right. Amazing. But but uh, I. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up um, your uh, uh, your faith because uh, it sounds like that's a, that's a big part of your life uh, and, it, and it always has been and and it still is. So um, you know, so that's that's probably uh, another good subject for us to to open and unpack a little bit.
1: Sure. Um, so uh, I, I grew up. Um, actually, my, my dad is a rabbi. Um, I grew up in. Uh, Toronto, Canada. Um, I'm a dual citizen. Um, so I grew up in a religious uh, Orthodox Jewish home, um, I went to um, uh, Jewish, um, we call it yeshivot, uh, yeshiva uh, schooling. Um, but at, at a, in my teenage years, I, I sort of left religion, um, but it wasn't really an, an, an intellectual uh, 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 thought process. It was it, religion, all religion, but especially um, uh, Judaism is, a, is is a very restrictive uh, religion. Um, there are a lot of things that you can't do. And um, in my mind, I was like, "To heck with it! I just <laughs> I want to enjoy life. I want to have fun." And um, and I went out and and did that for a number of years. Um, but eventually, it was again. I went out and I had fun. It just didn't really. I didn't feel how I thought I would feel. I I didn't. I felt a void, and I I. I, I felt a, there was a yearning within me to 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 connect, and 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 um, it ultimately brought me back. Um, but it did bring me back to some middle ground. I I, I would say, um, where first of all, it's it's not as. My my belief in God and 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 my faith in in him is I would say even stronger than it was, but I don't look at religion in this dogmatic fashion that I used to where um, everything religion is great, everything not religion is bad. And I left that and I've come to some middle ground and, and, and understanding that even religion itself, meaning the things that we do within a religion, not all of it is word of God, a lot of it is, is passed down from generation to generation. And, and some of it was because of the times that they were going through perhaps and, and, or, or, or for other reasons and not to hold on to every single thing in a dogmatic fashion. And I, I, I believe that I, I'm now I've connected more and, uh, with, with God as I understand him today than I did at the beginning. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I am right now and as far as my religion,
0: mm-hmm. so it sounds like that that feeling of purpose uh, w- was a major driver there. You know, if if you don't really know why you're doing anything, or or you don't really have, you don't really know what your goals are, or you don't really know the the purpose behind something, then then it's it's hard to get excited about much of anything, right? It, it's everything's just shallow pleasure at that point and uh, uh, you know it like you said it, it's it's an there's a certain emptiness to that so um, so so what are some of your uh, your current understandings or maybe maybe I could put it as what would you want people who aren't very familiar with Judaism to understand about you and to understand about your faith that you think maybe maybe people don't so uh,
1: when, when it comes to to, to Judaism, which again, there are other religion religions, um, and some that aren't even around anymore um, that that share some of um, some similarities with it. But the the main thing about it is that we are there. There is a there's a single God who created this universe and everything within it, and we have a purpose and we have a reason why we're here. And our job is basically to go through life and do the best that we can. We are flawed, we, we, we aren't perfect. God, did, God didn't make perfect, it, there would be no reason for God to create perfect things because God's perfect. Well, he doesn't need any to create more perfect. He created us and, and part, that is the struggle of life. The struggle is be, Battling every single every single decision to try and do the best thing to try and be the best person that I, I we can be, and that is really a, a central point in Judaism. There's a a, a um, part of tractate that that um, talks about um, one of um, Hillel and Shammai. These were the two of the greatest um, 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 original thinkers in in, in Judaism, and um, there was a person that came over to to, to them and said tell me while on to to explain the entire Bible Torah while I'm standing on one leg. So the first rabbi said, okay, fine. That's ridiculous. I had no time. Another rabbi said, okay. And basically what he told him is that the, it's called Derek arts, which means you have to before learning before anything, you have to have what's called is proper, I'd say proper ethics and and treating. Uh, 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 sorry, it was the uh, is loving your fellow, uh, your fellow like yourself. Meaning, he the whole. He said, "Teach me the, your Bible." I'm standing on one leg. His answer was, "Treat your fellow man like you would yourself." Meaning that he didn't bring down. Uh, he didn't say love God, understand God, know God, and, or any of those things, or uh, keep the Sabbath. It, the central point is you have to look out for and love other people just like you would yourself. And that's really what it boils down to in, in, in Judaism. And the sad part is not, that's not even something that I truly understood growing up. But now when I'm going back and starting to read more and look into it, that, that's really the central point of it. And it, Judaism also has never really been about we, that we don't accept converts. Or it's not allowed, uh, really. If somebody wants to convert to Judaism, you're supposed to push them away and tell them not to. Um, we're, we're not looking to make everybody adapt and live how we want them to live. Um, we're just here to do our things. We, if you think we're wrong, that's fine. We believe that God created this world with a purpose and instructed us to do X, Y, and Z and live a certain way. And we try to do that.
0: Yeah. No, I, th- I think a lot of people do that. Um, and and I, as, you were, as you were talking about some of your um, uh, you know, the the lessons from the rabbis and, and also from your own realizations, uh, you know, I think people can hear people who are more familiar with Christianity can probably hear a lot of echo in that you know do unto others as you yeah. have done done to your, uh, to you and so you know that golden rule is sort of uh, uh, aligned in in both of those traditions and not you know not not it's not a surprise because Christianity directly you know, correct out of of Judaism and and so I mean
1: Jesus was a Jesus was, was a Jew, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and 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 all of his apostles were Jews, and, right? You know, all all of the early Christians were Jews, and so yep. uh, yeah, yeah, the, that there really shouldn't be a, a any surprise there. Yeah, I, I think the biggest difference it seems like is, uh, and this is this is just from my perspective. I don't know if if it's maybe I shouldn't say the biggest difference, but it seems like a major difference is that Judaism, like you said, is closed off where it doesn't accept converts or it doesn't evangelize. And Christianity just exploded in, in uh, uh, size because it actively evangelized and it actively sought converts. And, uh, you know, it it emphasized conversion at at many times it's in its, uh, in its history, even over, Loving your neighbor, or or you know, it it was almost like um, you're not being compassionate unless you're converting your neighbor. You know, because because hellfire and brimstone awaits them if they if you don't. Unless they, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so I think that's where that's really kind of where the rubber meets the road with with religions and and where, or maybe a better phrase is just that's where that's where it gets. Into a gray area of conflict because it's it's not hard to understand how a religion like Judaism could coexist peacefully with many different kinds of societies because you're not you know and that, and that's how if you have the diaspora um, you know you can have you could have Jews in, in every corner of the earth living uh, uh, harmoniously with their with their neighbors to to a pretty large extent um you know not necessarily it's always perfect but it it's you know uh it's it's pretty compatible whereas with some of the other religions that are more evangelistic um it, it can be hard to coexist it, 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 because it's got um you know conflicting uh imperatives i guess right so
1: well, well uh, you would think that uh, but i mean historically the Jews haven't had uh, such an easy time living in harmony, whether, um, I mean, it, that, that, that's been the history for, for a thousand years, whether it was the Romans or the Greeks or um, uh, then was when the, um, the Muslims. So I, which is actually weird. If we, if we were to go back about a thousand years ago, Jews and Muslims, they, if we were to look at, at, at arguably the, the greatest Jewish thinker in the last uh, a thousand or so years, um, Maimonides, um, he hmm. grew up a, a, among the Muslims. He, he learned uh, his philosophy. He, I mean, he, he was a follower of Aristotle, but he learned it through Al-Frabi and and, and the Muslim thinkers. And that's where he learned. Right. Um, and, and it was, but th- at that point in time, Jews were really getting perse- persecuted by, by Christians. Um, not all of them, but, but, but some of them. And, and, and then we go to down to the Spanish inquisition and then so there, there is, and there's a lot of theorizing of why, but there is a history, a a a, a sad history of of persecution, and and I'm I'm not going to say the Jewish nation is is perfect by any uh, uh, means. There there were in time in in, in history uh, Jewish people who did horrible things without a doubt, but there is an, uh, a a a noticeable history of of. Persecution, despite the fact that we're not be, uh, trying to capture either land or, or convert uh, others to um, our religion. But um, there, there are many who theorize why that happened. But it, uh, that's just the history. It, it is what it is. Uh, I, I I would like to be optimistic about it. I just don't think really it's going to. And, and we see it even today. There, There's a. Large section of people who think that the Jewish people control everything. That is. Right. There was, I think, there was there was a, a lawmaker or was he a, a a mayor or something that thought that it was recorded on on camera uh, a couple of years ago. It Was like hailing outside in Washington D.C. or something like that, and he's like, the the Jews they control the weather, and I'm like, dude, we 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 really don't control the weather, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, no, it, it's um may, maybe I should have been been a little bit more um more clear. I, what what I meant is that Jews can live in harmony with just about anybody, but that doesn't necessarily imply that anybody can live in harmony with the Jews. Uh, oh. Where you know the tolerance, <laughs> Not, I I, yeah. I find I find Jews to be extremely tolerant. We, uh, in South Florida we have uh, a, a pretty sizable Jewish community, and so I have you know, a lot of contact and a lot of, uh, uh, friendships with, uh, not necessarily to the, uh, Orthodox level, you know, but a lot of people are, there's a lot of intermixed, um, Mm. uh, people in South Florida, but, um, you know, it, it's, I, I, I find it very easy to get along with, uh, Jewish people, but I, I can, Totally agree with. I mean, it just is the history that not everybody right. has has been uh, uh, tolerant of them, uh, right. whereas the Jewish people can be tolerant of just about anybody. Um, and, right. And, well, yeah.
1: there there is also again when you when you get to the um, uh, the the, the ultra orthodox. Um, yeah. They're they're secluded from the world. Um, we're yeah. talking about um, uh, family members. They don't have. In, internet in their homes, and and wow. they won't they won't use uh, they you only use phones, the old fashioned flip phones that you can't even send uh, picture <laughs> texts, um, and and they are completely completely secluded. There are some that don't even put their glasses on when they walk down the street for fear that they might see something which is immoral or or see something which is not up to their standards, and that that's yeah. this is extremely extremely common in in the religious community, and. and it's their choice. And, and, and if they, they want to seclude themselves from the world, that's up to them. That's, that's fine. I've never seen it bother anybody if somebody wants to seclude themselves from the world. So there, there is a section of them that just of their own volition, just don't want to mingle with, with the rest of the world, uh, akin to the Amish. Um, yeah. I was just
0: going to say that. Yeah. That's,
1: a, yeah, that's and, exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. But it's, it's not that they uh, 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 can't live peacefully with other people. It's just a choice that they a lifestyle they want to live. And if they want to live it, let them. I personally couldn't do it. I, I grew up that way. I, it wasn't for me. I, I didn't feel that that was the way that I was mm-hmm. wanted to live my life, and that's the way that I connected with with God. And I didn't feel that's necessarily what He wanted for me. Again, it, I just didn't connect with that way of living, so I left it. But uh, to people who do feel it, uh, that's their, that's their choice
0: yeah yeah absolutely um well at least in a that's one of the beauty that's one of the beautiful things about uh uh, the kind of society that we have where people do get that kind of choice and we do have those freedoms and those are definitely something that's uh worth defending and 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 it's a scary thing if in in the places where people are forced to live a certain way uh so you can kind of I, i grew up as a uh, as a Jehovah's Witness, just to kind of give a little bit of background about me, and and so I'm I'm kind of familiar with that semi secluded, uh, you know, apart from the world sort of phenomenon, and right. I, as as well as you know, pretty pretty extreme religiosity, uh, as far as you know strictness on on what you can do and what you can't do right. and all of those things, and I and I left it as well. It was not something that I left it more for um it, it it was it was more for like philosophical theological kind of reasons for me but um you know it also the, the strictness of it d- does play into it as well but it was it was more of like i would have to believe things that don't seem really believable in order to maintain my affiliation and so that that seemed like too pr- high a price to pay to you know just right. not question things you know and, and i'm not gonna right. do that so um So, yeah, it didn't it didn't work for me either. Um, But at the same time, my view of Jehovah's Witnesses, and this goes for Jews as well, is that they're sort of a canary in the coal mine. And you can tell a lot about a society by the way that they treat folks like that. Um, So, for example, with uh, uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses in World War One, they they actually sent them to prison for not fighting in the wars. Uh, because they're, you know, they're pacifist. They didn't want to. Um, n- the 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 Jehovah's Witnesses that were in Germany wouldn't sign up and fight, and the Jehovah's Witnesses that were in America wouldn't sign up and fight, and because they're not going to kill each other. You know, that was this. The, <laughs> that. So, um, it, it makes sense in a certain kind of logic, but it doesn't make sense to the society that. Uh, uh that people with this viewpoint are living in
1: and, and that that, but, that that point that you just brought up is exactly there's a battle right now is so in israel Israel has a draft hmm. um a mandatory draft um which they in if Israel wants to live to see tomorrow they have to have a draft because they're literally a an embattled state that's they they live in a state of war <laughs> there's that that's the reality um but the uh, there, there is a section of, I mean, even a lot of the ultra-Orthodox there uh, go with that mandated draft, um, but there is a section of them that there's a constant battle in Israel. They're fighting against the state to try and, and get out of it, and they try to do everything they can, and then so they some get caught, and they get thrown into jail for a couple nights, and it's a constant battle. Um, again, I, I, I would disagree with them to the point and I, and I i think if we were to look historically and i think if we were to pick let's say the bible it clearly showed in the bible there was a mandated draft where it says literally every single person we and uh, every single male from 20 years and old i think until from 20 to 60 or something 20 to 70 Years old were mandated to draft when Israel, when when the Jewish nation had to go to war. And th- this is from God. I mean, so I- I'm not sure why people these days think they're better than God and they know better than Him. But um, I think if we were to look to that at a time of war and it's necessary, then a person can ex- exclude themselves from, from everybody else as if there are no ripple effects and repercussions from their deciding that they're. What they're doing is nobler or more holy. I just disagree. I just never understood that position.
0: Well, I, I think a, a big part of it is that not everyone believes in God. And so, the you know, you, you talk about the laws that uh, God laid down and, and you um, hold those with, you know, an obvious and, and understandable kind of reverence considering the source, but if you don't believe that there even is such an entity to deliver those kind of pronouncements, well, then, yeah, yeah. you know, so, so oh,
1: 10%. no, but I, this I, section, this section yeah. that I'm addressing, they're, they're, they're ultra these, oh, these okay. Orthodox. These are Orthodox Jews yeah. that are, are, are refusing the draft saying that they just want right, to right. study all day. Gotcha. And my question to them is how, how God you, told yeah. everybody, like, do you know better than like, Right, right. What that's are they studying if not God? <laughs> right,
0: because that, that's their whole thing. That's their whole. Right, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That, uh, I see what you mean. I think it's from what I've read. It sounds like they just have so much political influence that they've been able to pull that off. Uh, but I, I don't see a good justification for why exactly. But I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so how, how is that? Um, that, that dynamic of secularism and, and atheism and those kinds of things like Sam Harris, for example, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's uh, uh, culturally Jewish, but obviously he doesn't believe in uh, God and he's made that. I think know, it's safe a, to say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's made that pretty clear. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and I, and I think that's probably a pretty fairly common phenomenon in the, in, uh, the Jewish community, but may- maybe I'll let you uh, speak to that.
1: It's, it happens to be the, the, the vast majority of, of, of Jewish people are are not religious um, um, at, at, at all. Um, most of them are they don't even consider being Jewish having bearing any significance on their lives. So um, they the the. the See the difference between Judaism and, and and any other religion. In another religion, either you ascribe to the religion or you don't. Either you mm-hmm. you're, if you're you accept Christ as your uh, Jesus Christ as your savior, you're a Christian. If you don't, you're not. Right. In Judaism, it's not either you accept the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then you're Jewish, but deny them and then you're not. And that's why Judaism has a different oh dynamic. Where it's also sort of a race. It's it's a race, yeah. culture, religion, and. So that's why there are so many atheist Jews, which really shows how it's not just a religion. Right. Um, and these are people that just don't do the, the vast majority of them, I, I didn't grow up. I don't I, I don't believe grew up really religious. Um, they may be um, either, uh, either conservative or um, um, or reform um, Judaism. So they they're not it's really a different understanding of of, of for instance God and, and and what Judaism is and and, and the reading of, of the Bible um, and the majority of those who grew up religious obviously are are religious I mean, that, that that is what we would even what we would expect to see um, so it, it's it, that, that it's definitely true that that the majority of Jews are, are not affiliated in, in, in any way with with um, Judaism but um,
2: but that's, that,
1: that, that's how it is.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, yeah, I was wondering about the proportionality of it, and I haven't really looked into it very much, but it, it sounds like it, I, I would probably uh, agree with, or I, that's kind of what I expected, maybe is what, what I should say, uh, that, it's, that it does break down that way. How do you see that as being the future of Judaism then, uh, given that so many Jews don't really subscribe to the religion and just sort of are... Um, culturally connected to it, but not necessarily re- religiously. So, uh,
1: it, it really has no bearing, really. On I mean, the truth is, I, I don't even think the vast majority of the religious community even are privy to to, to this information. I don't think that they, I don't think they know, or they really ke- mm-hmm. like. The, yeah, it really boils down to whether the religion is correct or not that that, that, that's really what it ultimately boils down to if it's not then who cares right if it is then (laughs) who cares from the other side i mean right right
0: right. yeah it's because god's will you know if if there's a god then good luck overriding that right so yeah yeah
1: and if there isn't a god then the other side is saying to you like who cares what you say and what you do it's right and and that's what sort of, uh, I mean. That's really what life boils down to, with with all of our decisions. And and in 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 Ju- in Judaism, the Jewish people, myself uh, amongst them, believe that what we are doing and what we are saying and what we're adhering to ha- is correct, is true, and and is is actually from God. People, if people could think I'm wrong, and people do. The vast majority of people do that it really doesn't bother me at all the same way it shouldn't bother you. If I think something that you think is true is, is wrong. Um, so it never even growing up ultra Orthodox, it never, it never, it bothered me at all. I never even spent much time thinking about it after I left. And now I uh, came back it, these are things that I just look at just because it, it's interesting. Um, but, but even still it doesn't really bother me. It, it's, it's just a fact of life. And, um, and, and it is what it is either I'm either right or wrong. And uh, I'll eventually find out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, th- I think that's a, that's a really wonderful outlook of, uh, of, of faith is not trying to force things to be a certain way and just letting, th- letting them unfold. Right. I think there's, I think there's a lot of value to that. And, and I, and I would love for people to have more of that, outlook as well. And I, and I try to have that as well. Uh, you know, I have some strong, um, are are you able to hear me still Moshe?
1: Hold on one second. Yes, I hear you. Do you hear me?
0: I do. Yeah. Yeah. I I can hear you. Um, Oh, there we go. Okay. There you are. Yep. You're back. Um, all right. Yeah. Let me fix this. All right.
1: There you hear me.
0: I do, yeah, yeah. You're, you're awesome.
1: All you're all all nice. So, and so, I, I see. Here's, here's also where I, where I differ from any, uh, people on the right or, or religious people in general. I, I'm religious in my personal life, but I believe that people should be able to live their life however they want, hmm. so long, obviously, as they're not infringing on the rights of others. And that's why I vehemently disagree with anybody who uses the state to force any type of religion or religious yeah. thought or belief onto anybody else. I if you want to do your live your life how you want, I don't care, it doesn't bother me.
0: Right.
1: It's not my business. I'm not, I'm not the judge. I'm not God.
0: Right. Do what you want. Yeah, it it would be such a beautiful world if everybody felt that God does not need help judging their neighbor. <laughs> right?
1: Absolute, oh, it, absolutely. It, yeah. it, it, it's when people become judge and jury, uh, they, they take it into their own hands. And, and and actually th- th- there's a saying again uh, in, in Judaism, but there's, there are parallels to it as well. And that's never judge your fellow until you walk in their shoes. Mm. Um, because, who are we can't judge because we don't know enough to ju- like it's impossible yeah. to judge? You don't, you, you we know nothing about anybody's situation, and even if we were to know everything about this st- situation, we still know nothing about it because we don't know the thought process. Like, I'm talking about if we knew everything about the, the, the physical reality of it, it, we still know nothing about it because it's impossible. We're, we're humans, we're, we're so limited. And, and that's what I hate when I hate, uh, it is it, sad yeah. when I see religious people judging other people, even for things that I would agree with them seem wrong. But we all, we all, we all sin. We all, we, we some are more than others and, and there are sins that should be called out a hundred percent, but it's the, 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 the constant judging of others. And, and and putting them down, I just I I, I don't see the what what it's looking but what, what it's hoping to achieve. I mean, I, I, honestly, I think these a lot of these people are think that like God is just like looking down at them, smiling, like thank yeah. you for judging your fellow <laughs> right. man. From you. Like, right? You think you're making God happy by just judging other people? You think that's what He wants you to do? Like that's what He put you here for? You needed help judging? I, I it just it's sad. It really is. I. I I wish it wasn't that way, but that's, again, that, that's the world we live in.
0: Well, I, I think it gets in the way of the the other, you know, the prime uh, uh, commandment to love one another, you know, and, 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 uh, and you know, if instead of l- looking down and trying to change other people, we focused on trying to change ourselves and trying to help others and just, you know, m- move forward together. Uh, I think that's I think that's what we're trying to do in um, in Resurgent US, and I think that's what people are are trying to do uh, really across the country. I, I don't think it gets publicized enough, but I think most people, most of the time, uh, you know, regardless of what their uh, religious or or political affiliations are, and and you know, you live in New York, so it, uh, and you you I think you have more uh, right leaning than left leaning, but you have both uh uh thought processes and both commitments and and uh, oh n- n- New york, parts, right? so it
1: depends where in New york yeah. uh New York oh, is hard okay. left but yeah it, it depends which part so i live in 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 the orthodox Jewish community happens to be more right than left, but obviously the the when you move right outside that i mean it's <laughs> right. it's, 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 it's it's all left it's a sea sea of blue
0: yes 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 so so well I, and and I guess maybe that puts you in an interesting position where you can see things from a variety of different perspectives. I'm sure you have lots of interactions with people who think differently than you do and and, and it and it gives you a I, I think a, a certain sense of tolerance for letting people be who they think they should be and finding out and 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 you've been down that path yourself, and I think that's. Yeah that, you know, that's kind of what, that's kind of what we have to do, right? We have to, we have to explore and and make mistakes and, and figure out what's important and that's all part of the process. And, and so, well, it might be good to lend a, an encouraging word to someone that you see is maybe, you know, hurting themselves at, at the same time. Uh, you know, that, that is part of the process. And, and so, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's getting late, so I'm I'm probably just rambling at this point. Jenner's yeah, you, Are you, you been
2: trying trying to be a
1: bit like back to back, back hitters? I love you, you <laughs> just, so you, much. You just did another another one before this, no?
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, we're we're on a roll now. It's 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 <laughs> light speed, baby. We got a warp drive. <laughs> yeah, Holy we're having shit. fun. I, I uh, I'm gonna try to do this every every
0: uh, every week. I'm gonna shoot for Thursday nights. We'll we'll have some interviews with authors. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing more from you, uh, Moshe, and I, and I appreciate you uh, uh, spending the time with me today. Uh, I, yeah, I learned some things. I, I I hope our I hope our audience learned some things, and and I'm gonna uh, go ahead and turn it over to you so that you can you can tell them where to find you and and uh, uh, you know what you'd like to uh, uh, to share.
1: Definitely, all right. So also for, for anybody who missed at the beginning, um, I. I been wanting for a long time to start putting some of my thoughts out there. Um, I, I actually created my. So I always wanted to to, to create a blog. I, I made my a Facebook group called Just My Thoughts. Um, uh, in January of 2019, I the first time I think I uploaded anything on there was um, uh, September of 2019, um, and I was just basically. Just posting links and uh, uh, some of my tweets and things like that. Some of my thoughts while well, I was delaying actually getting a blog up and running. Um, and over it was uh, – so, so it's almost a year now that I've really been posting on there. It's actually grown to, to about 11,000-plus followers. Um, wow. And then sure. when I was on – so I'm not I'm not sure how I got to your group on research and Us, but – I got to say I've been through so many Facebook groups and, and I just cannot stand them anymore. It's just, it's just not, it's not enjoyable. You go in there, you post mm-hmm. your thought and everybody's like, oh, you're racist. Like be quiet. Stop it. <laughs> right. I just want to talk with people like normal people. Like I, I don't need that. I right. don't need it in my life. I, I could get that from other, like, <laughs> I don't. and, um, so I, but I, I, so I joined the group and actually reading the description. The first thing I read is description. I'm like, all right, this description fits let's let's try it out and and by far the best group i've been on on facebook um thank you
0: man thank and, you
1: and 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 it's amazing and I, th- I think it started getting out of control a drop but then you it, reeled it, it, it back in you realize that there yeah. has to be some sort of author authoritarian uh ruling in these groups because if you leave it completely yeah. go it's you're you're done because they'll come they'll, they, they come they smell it out and um I think
2: he's trying to say balance. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that that was like, Nope, this is not okay. <laughs> yep, it's true. This movement needs an asshole. I'm just drunk enough to be like, sure, try me. I don't give a fuck. Try, try to cancel me, bitch. I'll spin around in my chair and be like, mm, yes. How can I help you? <laughs> who, to, who? No, it's it. This movement kind of needs a radical. It a needed a gentle And, and it. It's real it, it back did. in, and and, it, and I, I, I honestly
1: I but like it. But like Just I need you guys too because
2: I can't like obviously this by itself is total talk shit,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you can't let Jenner too
1: far <laughs> off the leash.
2: Ooh, <laughs> so you yeah. got
1: to balance. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It requires a whole neighborhood. It requires all yeah. of us coming together and having communal spaces and kind of ritualizing this. Yeah. In a way that's community oriented and dependable in the way that a neighborhood is where we're but, like, but I, we, I also we think barbecue every thing. Sunday, you know, yeah. like we have festivals that, and we need to reconnect with that, that deep part of our human selves that we we feel as a species that kind of we've lost in the technological age and especially in the age of like, we have to stay inside and stay away from all other people and wear masks. <laughs> right. Cause Oh my God, we're going to fucking die or turn into zombies or some shit. Uh, you know,
1: so we find new mm. ways to connect. Like
2: yes. This this is, but, is. but
1: also in the, in the, group, there's, there's, there's a, I I think a, a core group of people that I, I, I believe have mu- mutual respect for one another, despite yeah. many and varying differences politically uh, ideologically when it comes to philosophically religious and 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 i think once you and you have created that and once you have that uh, a core group of people that have that mutual respect but at the same time have such differing views um and that when now when people come in and start shouting it's like okay just go away please <laughs> hey. leave us alone like we don't want you here
0: Right. Yeah. No, there's got to be that space for, for that. That's where the magic happens is where you get all the, all, all these different people with different ideas and, and find a way to connect and, and to respect one another. And, and, and just trust the process that as humans, we're going to figure things out. We're going to negotiate our way towards the, the kind of uh, um, the kind of community that, that we're all looking for. And, and I, you know, that's, I'm, just so glad to have you guys part of it uh, uh both of you Jenner's about I'm to explode to over there
1: <laughs>
2: adapt adapt survive motherfuckers that's why humans took that's over that's why we're the dominant species on this planet that's why 12 motherfuckers walked on the moon yep. do you understand we what should, i'm saying this is our our power uh, our superpower as a species we should make this, this an advertisement
1: for monster energy <laughs>
0: that's
1: right. Oh, that's right. Know, that
2: keeps right? <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, I get, I get wound up on this shit. I get so passionate about it, and I'm just so like, I, I, I live like,
1: on monster I energy.
2: Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, so that's me. Humanity first, guys. That's what it always was. Oh it was God. that, like, if you're talking to somebody out there in the world across any political or ideological or cultural lines, whatever. What what have you? Because it would be miraculous if you stumbled upon another person who thought the exact same thing that you did. And, if oh, my God, what kind of a dystopian nightmare would that be? If you, like, <laughs> ran across some, like, clones that were just like, yes, this is how we think. No, the whole goal is to find people who think differently and try to understand each other. And at some point, this became culturally anathema where, like, Oh no, they think different things from us. We don't, we don't talk to them, the, 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 those people. (laughs) And my whole thing is like, no, there's always just been one us people. And the whole point, the whole reason culture even evolved, our whole society evolved, it was by getting together and sharing ideas. And it's, it's largely along the most difficult questions um, of existence, you Mm -hmm. know, the the whole the whole prospects of religion and philosophy are just like humanity's attempt to understand <laughs> and science. I I I think they are kind of three pillars of the same thing that were they're all different ways of trying to understand the same kind of Absolutely. thing. We're all trying to use different <clears throat> languages, <laughs> but we're all really kind of speaking the same universal language of just trying to understand what the fuck is actually going on here. And it's only by coming together that we actually start to get a clearer view of what that actually is. And so much of our social discourse now is no self-segregate self. I no isolate, isolate over here in your little ideological bubble. You can't expose yourself. And this is like fundamentalist like one Oh one. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't want to call you out, bro, but, like, Jesse, so you understand cult mentality. You do not, t- if, if they're cast out, yep. uh, you, you know, like, <clears throat> from The Chosen, it's just like, no, this is, a, be them to the wilderness or whatever the fuck archaic bullshit they used to dehumanize people and guess them out. It's just like, that's deeply, ing- this is a deeply human thing that's been with us forever, by the way we've only had language for like a thousand or two years maybe kind of a, a little a little Words. bit longer but well but, i mean uh, like in, in, in the way that I, we I have it depends, in the depends way depends that is what you mean by language yes yeah. in the way that we yeah. as a species have it now among each other where we can kind of start to understand like oh you'd use a different word for that but we're actually talking about the same thing i that is the number one fucking thing that is causing so So much of these problems. And oh my God, if we would just kind of like find (laughs) the fucking like interdimensional fucking Stargate Rosetta Stone, the universal (laughs) language of love and compassion and going like you're obviously you're just another one of us. We were very different. That's kind of the point, though. And that's why I (laughs) like you is because you're different and you have something that I don't. And maybe I have something that you don't. And oh my God. By sharing those together, isn't that beautiful?
1: But I, I think that point right there is, is is paramount because we, meaning I'm only me and not you, in how I'm different than you, mm-hmm. right? It, mm-hmm. and where we're the same, I'm not me. I'm we're we we're, we're the same. I'm I'm only me, in how where I'm different from you. Yeah. So that's what should be celebrated. Because if not, then what are we celebrating? That that that. that. I think that that point right there is paramount, but, but recognizing that in the same way that I'm different than you, you're different than me. Meaning to say, there's no, it, it, it's, it's not a question of, of who's better, who, who's it's, we're all different and we're all going through this together. We're, we're, we're all in this for the ride, <laughs> whether you like it or not. And I think when understanding that we are different and that it's okay to be different, coupled with the fact that I think it's very, very difficult for people to come to terms with being wrong. Yeah. And, 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 and and some, I think, I think it's more of a phobia or or a fear of being wrong. Um, And, and I'm going to be honest because I, I, it could be, I even still have it, but I used to have it so much more. I couldn't be wrong. I, and if something would show that there was something that I, Previously held to be wrong, I would frantically search and research to try to show how I was actually right, and that was me a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And and it's starting to, to to settle more and more. I, I wouldn't say I'm perfect. I, I don't, I'm not going to say I love being wrong, but I'm starting to. It's starting to. Okay, so I was wrong. Next, I'm human. That's life. I don't. Yeah. On to the next next topic. Uh, and, I, I, it, it wasn't.
0: I, I think a lot of it is the meaning that we attach to things because the the uh, phenomena of being wrong before meant that there was great punishment and suffering associated with that, right? Mm. And mm. and uh, and now, mm. when when you discover that you're wrong about something, there's a certain kind of excitement because it's like. Well, wait a minute. If I was wrong about that, that means that I can fix, I can tweak this thing, I can approach it differently, and now I'm going to get a different result that's going to be even more exciting than what I've been experiencing up to now. And so I can, I can grow and change and adapt, and and, and that's that's what it's all about. Then and I also
1: feel comforted. You no, know, yeah. like now, but now, I, if I think that I'm right about something, I think that I'm right because I actually think it's right not that i think i'm right because i was able to find someone who said that i was right, <laughs> right,
0: right. you you understand mm. the reasons why something works and then that's that's much more and now i sleep funny. peacefully at night <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly mm. and and it's about time that we all did that
1: it's getting, getting actually done. let me i am not sleeping anymore after the baby came a couple weeks ago there's no more <laughs> sleeping at
0: night. <laughs> well it, it 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 sounds like it's going to be well worth it though fatherhood uh, uh, fatherhood yeah. and and uh uh
1: it's, it's going to be a
0: fun ride, man.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward.
0: <laughs> well, uh, uh, that's, that's a happy note, uh, for us to end on, I think. And, and thank you everybody who is, who is listening to this. Uh, this has been, uh, Moshe Weissman and his, uh, and his blog, uh, just my thoughts.
1: Yeah. Just my thoughts.
0: Just my thoughts. Check him out.
1: Link in the show
2: notes.
0: And he's on Medium as well. So show some love. Give him some feedback.
1: All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. We should definitely do this again in the future.
0: Absolutely. I would love that. Enjoyed it as well. All right. uh, Thank you so much. Have a good night, guys.
2: All right. Good night, guys. Take care. I will leave you with the Carl Sagan quote. (laughs) Jesus. Because it's not even the one I was looking for from the demon-haunted world. Science is a candle in the dark, which is one of the most fantastic books ever written by humans. (laughs) It was written by Carl Sagan. He said, Our perceptions are fallible. We sometimes see what isn't there. We are prey to optical illusions occasionally we hallucinate we are error prone
0: i almost thought i saw carl sagan uh
2: i'm working on it (laughs) (laughs) error prone i made an Um, error who is more humble the scientist who looks at the universe with an open mind and accepts whatever the universe has to teach us or somebody who says Everything in this book must be considered the literal truth, and never mind the fallibility of all the human beings involved. <laughs> Amen. Jesus. Amen. <clears throat>
0: Ring the bell, Jenner. Let these people
2: go. It's worth a ding. <laughs> it's worth a ding. Jesus. Whoa. What a night, Whoa. right? Let's do this again next week. What a day, man. Whoo. This was a supernova in, uh, in in just like the universe of everything that's going on. This was beautiful, and and we got to catch up with Fred. See see where he's coming. Uh, uh, so, I'm gonna he's ha- gonna be in future episodes. <laughs> I I'm gonna have to get on. I think I'm gonna have to start a live stream with him like next and get him on screen sharing because it's a magical moment. I'm not even playing. I was like on the iPad this whole time, like trying to like okay, (laughs) okay, here's the controls. (laughs) Oh no, it's a magical moment. So we'll 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 get into that. But Jesse, holy God! Next Thursday, we are totally doing this ritually. Let's do it we'll find people we'll do this every week because this is awesome awesome love it super proud of this mega hearts (laughs) all right bye everybody love you we do